Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of In the Car with Chris and Jill. I'm Jill. I'm Chris, and we are in the car. And one of these days we should do it do it an episode where we're in the truck. Can we say we're in the truck then? Or I, we have to stay still say we're in the car. I I don't know. We'll have to <laughs> fix the truck before we can be in the truck. We'll figure that out. Um, Hey, we're super excited to have all of you guys li listening today. Uh, we've got another great guest with us. Jill, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest today? All right, so we are talking with Rana Kordahai, and she has an amazing business where actually she does sales training. She is, I can't wait to talk to her. We are talking about sales today, um, and I just want to let everyone know it is not, sales is not a nasty four-letter word, like we can all do it. Um, but Rana, why don't you go ahead and just start off? We're so glad you're here, but tell us a little bit about you and your journey. Okay. So, hey, uh, hey, Chris and Jill, thank you so much for having me. Um, a little bit about me. So as you know, I'm determined to make everyone fall in love with sales. I want to help people in sales. And I believe that everyone's selling, whether it's their personality, ideas, themselves into a job, or even um, selling in their business. So I've got a diverse background, although I've been in sales uh, for many years on and off. I've worked in uh, recruitment. I've worked as a life coach. I've worked um, in uh, motivational coaching and it just all came full circle. And I realized that all these people, they all need sales as well because it all came down to their self-confidence and selling themselves or sometimes in their business. So I just went sales. So that's just a little bit about me in a nutshell. Oh, nice. No, and I right. love, I love how you kind of combine that all together. Yeah. So as, as we're talking into, uh, jumping into our topic of sales. So they, like, I, I know lots of people that are starting their businesses and the thing that they struggle with the most or internally struggle with the most is the idea of having to sell. Um, so, mm -hmm. so what would be your advice for, so you have a friend, she's starting a business and she's excited about her business. She has a great product. She believes in it. But as soon as she has to start thinking about selling, she literally just wants to get back in bed. What, how, how do you help somebody? Mm -hmm. with so I first asked them, so a lot of times it comes down to the fear of sales is not the fear of selling itself, but the fear of rejection. So I always start with, so do you care more about being successful in your business or being rejected? That's the first question I ask people. And a lot of times they say, I want to be successful. So my advice is to work on their self-confidence and always under, like, have a clear vision of why they're doing it. So are they doing it for their family, their children, they want to grow? And the more they focus on the why they're doing it and they have a reason beyond their ego, that's when they'll be successful because then they'll start picking up that phone calling people, not caring if anyone's going to um, reject them. And also another tip I give people is you have to expect that you're going to be rejected like 95% of the time, sometimes even more. So this is just part of it, uh, rejection. And once you accept that you will get rejected, you will have an easier time than when you just go in and think, oh, everyone needs my product and why isn't anyone saying yes to me? Well, it, that's not the case. I mean, that's just not how it works in life in general. No, you're right. You know, it's not a matter of that. They're not really rejecting you as a person. It's a, it's a rejection at that time of the product or service. That, and, you know, then obviously all the different ways to determine, you know, well, why are they rejecting it? Is it, is it the timings off? Is it, you know, what, what's the, you know, 
what's the true objection behind it? Um, and every salesman knows how to go through that process to get to the true rejection reason. Well, and oh, yeah, definitely. I love that. Yeah. I, it, it makes me, it makes me think of teaching, uh, teaching my children how to drive a stick shift. And it's, it's a funny because in the United States, there's not a lot of people that know how to drive a manual transmission vehicle, but, um, the or first, that are proficient at it or that are proficient at it. <laughs> <laughs> my my kids have to learn how to drive that in order to be able to drive. Like I just I feel like all kids should. So, um, but the first thing yeah. when we get in is we have them, you know, put the clutch in, turn the car on. There you go, and then you know, like take the clutch off and stall. Like we're like just stall the car, and they look at me like, oh no, what's gonna happen? I'm like, just do it. Like just just stall. And of course, they take the clutch off. There <laughs> and the car just lurches forward and turns off and there you go and then it's like okay do it again and they do it again and then it's like okay well like what's the point it's like this is the worst thing that can happen right when in sales the yeah. worst thing that they can happen is they're gonna say no that's the worst thing the worst yeah. thing is that they're not gonna sell like there's nothing else there's there's no there's no damage there's no, like nothing bad happens besides the fact that they just don't want to move the conversation forward in any way at that yeah, moment definitely I mean you, yeah and you I think Jill you've had lots of sales experience haven't you from previous conversations or you started off in sales yeah, well I, yeah I started off in sales when I was eight years old <laughs> um, okay yeah I remember that I remember reading that yeah so it was it was selling door-to-door -door candy bars and my dad like giving me tips on on how to how to do that but um but yeah I guess it's sometimes we're blessed that we have those experiences when we're young. But I also think that, that sometimes we just have to have those, you know, it's a, it's a skill. We can all learn it. I mean, have, how many, give, can you tell us a story of maybe a success story of somebody who felt they really couldn't sell at all. And then after, you know, kind of learning skills felt successful. I mean, yeah, all the time because I usually go into organizations and I teach their uh, non-salespeople how to sell. And most of the organizations I go into, um, as you've probably seen, they, they're called employment consultants and they help people with disabilities into work. So these consultants, they come from a very altru they're very altruistic, compassionate. They might come from social work background, but suddenly they're put in a position where they, the, the managers like pick up their phone and make a hundred calls to employers and market your job seeker with a disability to employers or go out there door knocking. And these people are freaking out thinking I didn't, I came into this job to help people. I didn't realize that I have to sell. So I go to, and I um, teach these people how to sell. And I've got so many times people come to me after the training or even a few months after they've done their implementation plan because they have to implement what they learned. Um, they're like, thank you so much. I had no idea. I realized that my fear was I didn't know what to say or I didn't know how to overcome objections or I didn't know that selling is mostly, you know, building relationships. I thought they've seen films. I don't, you know, those films um, that it's like always be closing or it's just very hard sales. So, um, yeah, so many people, they change their whole perception. Once they, they know what to say, uh, and they change their mindset about selling as well. Well, I mean, a lot of it does come from, from the mindset. So what, what would you say would be maybe the, the first one or two things to help somebody kind of um, over, 
overcome the, their mindset of I, I can't sell. And usually that's what it is like, oh, I can't sell. I, I don't know how. So what are, when you get started or, or if you were talking to, you know, like I said, your best friend that's starting a business and she doesn't think she can sell, what's the one or two things that you want to say, hey, work on this and work on that? So I first thing I'll say to her, and a lot of these people, they um, sometimes they're in a job and I say, well, obviously you can sell because you sold yourself into a job. So number one, you can sell. So you have to change that mentality. And I always um, give her, like, say my friend, she's telling me, what can I do? It's important to change the reframe how you look at sales and look at and get sales from, oh, it's a taboo, it's nasty, you're thinking, what can sales do for me? I mean, there are salespeople in the world that are making more money than politicians in a sales job. So I would uh, say, you know, just change your mentality about sales and what it can do for you and look at the value that it can bring into your life. And number two is working on your self-confidence. Self-confidence is number one. If you don't have the confidence in yourself, besides the confidence in your product and your service, but that self-confidence, you have to be able to walk into any meeting and to feel like I can either, uh, it doesn't matter, you say no to me, yes or no, but it's a privilege for me to be sitting here. I mean, sorry, it's a, you should be privileged in your mind thinking that they're privileged that you're there in that meeting. And what you have to offer is going to help them and change, change their business. I mean, there's so many sales tips, so I'll just, those two, reframing the way you look at sales and working on your self-belief and self-confidence. That's the two top. Yeah, no, that's really great. You know, you're right. Sales, you know, you can, sales starts just by, you know, you're getting the job. You're selling yourself to that employer. And then everything else we do in life is is selling it. You know, we're selling is just merely um, convincing, persuading somebody to do what you want, whether that's buying your product, buying your services, whether it's me convincing my kids to clean up after themselves so that they don't get a contract. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's still sales. Definitely. It's just a matter of persuasion. Yeah, yeah I've, I've been a firm believer that, that say, we, we all sell. We, we sell our, I mean, if, if you're married, I've heard someone say, if you're married, you've done sales. Like, <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> You convinced that, that was like the best thing in your life. Like you just to spend your the rest, your, the of, rest of their life with you like that. You just right there. You are so good at it. And there's, and we're all, there, there's so many of us that have, have, some of us multiple times have been married and man, I mean, you just, you're really good at selling over and over. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I mean, you sold yourself. I, uh, on even yeah when you're on a date you you get married you get proposed to so you are selling yourself and going back to what Chris's point about the kids I've had people in my sales training come back to me and say you know I tried those questioning techniques on my children and they work wonders so <laughs> oh, um, it is so true on their part they, yeah they work so it's a psycho I mean sales is psychology they take the best psychological tools and they use them in sales communication i think i think there's a book on that how to sell it to your kids or something i'm sure we can come up with some idea to write a book oh. for it so selling your kids maybe, oh. maybe that's not a good title, title but um it, it works it'll be a oh, good that, hook that's yeah. awesome okay so run it tell me the the best advice when you were getting started and you know i i love I thank you for sharing the journey as far as all the things you've kind of gone through, but when you were going out on your own and you're putting together your own business, what was the best advice you received? 
So initially, um, it took a long time for me to receive any great advice. And only recently, I, uh, I went to, I invested in a business coach and um, he taught me personal branding. So I didn't even know what personal branding was, even though I came from a sales background. So personal branding is obviously you would know, but some people don't. It's just when you build your reputation, whether it's uh, through face-to-face, through uh, online, it's what people say about you when you're not in the room. So, um, and setting, so my personal branding is also about setting myself up as the expert authority in sales. And before that, I didn't do that because I told you I came from a diverse background. So I've taught leadership. I've taught career, um, career advice. I've um, taught motivational. So, and I've worked in many industries. And if you looked at my LinkedIn a year ago or more, you'd, you'd see Rana, leadership, life coaching, success coaching, sales, learning. Sorry, I also have um, a background in learning and development. So writing, training and things like that. Learning and development consultant. And you'd go to my profile and you'd like, be confused thinking, oh, wow, she, knows, she has so much experience and everything. Once I learned about personal branding and niching down my expertise, everything changed and I had to make a choice. It was so difficult because I wanted to help people with their career. Like right now when I'm on LinkedIn and I um, see career advice, I, I mean, I've done career advice for so long. I want to write posts about how to get a job and how to do your resume and how to master a job interview. But I hold back or on leadership. Uh, there's a lot of um, techniques that I know, but I'm like, no, just focus on sales runner. Don't let your ego get in the way. Just that's all you're going to talk about sales. And it's worked because now people are coming to me. Um, my business is growing and I'm getting people coming to me rather than now, you know, I used to pick up the phone, cold call, chase people, had to work really hard. Now I'm working less because I've built the brand and set myself as that um, expert yeah. in a nutshell. Yeah. No, I love that sure. advice. And then what would you say was some of the worst advice that you received on your, on your journey? <sighs> I've been thinking about this uh, question, to be honest with you, and it's not, I haven't received any bad advice. It's the advice that I didn't receive when I first started. So there's a lot of things I didn't know when I started, such as, you know, building an email list. No one told me that that's valuable no. uh, because having email, you know, cause I do a lot of email marketing and a lot of my business comes from that. Um, yeah. They didn't tell me, people didn't, I thought that you just build a website and the phone rings when I first started the business. And although, yeah, I was doing a lot of cold calling, I didn't understand marketing. So, yeah, sales is important if you're, if you're working in sales. But if you're an entrepreneur, sales is important, but marketing is probably a little bit more important. So you need to understand marketing as well. well and I, so no one told me that. Well, and I, I like that you bring that up because um, typically, and just so, so our listeners can understand, um, me and me and Rana will have a, a quick conversation before we start recording and kind of, you know, what, what's the plan? What do we want to talk about? But something that you said on our call before we started our podcast was that you think that all business owners should take a sales course and they should also take a marketing course. And I was yeah. like, that was a little bit of like a mind blowing thing for me. Cause I'm like, you're right. Like I should be telling my friends like, Hey, find a good sales course, find a good marketing course and learn some of these really basic skills because I think it will like just set you apart. Like it really just kind of gives you that boost as far as trying to, to the, the trial and error, right? I mean, we're all going to, we're all going to get there eventually, but all the trial and error and taking those courses, investing in yourself to learn those things 
I think is amazing. And I'm, I'm glad, I mean, I'm, I'm mentioning it now, but you had said that earlier today. Oh yeah, definitely. Because I think sales and marketing, although they have the similar philosophies, but they're very different. So for example, in marketing, you'll be doing a lot of online uh, marketing. You might push an email marketing campaign or a Facebook ad. But then if you get a lead and you don't know how to close that lead, which is the sales part, you get on that phone uh, or you uh, don't know how to set up a meeting or you get to that meeting and you have and you blow it because you talk 90% of the time and you talk at them and you pitch at them and you don't understand that great salespeople are meant to be talking only 20% of the time, then you will blow that meeting. So yeah, it's, um, and I think marketing is something uh, totally, like I think marketing and sales go hand in hand and you might have the budget to hire great salespeople and to hire marketing people, but it's still important as you as a leader and leading those teams to understand how to uh, set KPIs, how to set targets, how to uh, develop those people. Because even though you might have a sales team, it's also your job to develop them and teach them sales. Yeah, no, that's true. Well, Rana, thanks a lot for, yeah. for being here with us. Um, hey, if people, if her want listeners wanted to go ahead and get in touch with you, reach out, connect, whatever, what, how, can they, how can they do that? Okay, so if they want to connect with me, so Rana, um, you'll have my name, Rana Kodahi. So look me up on LinkedIn. That's where I'm most active. Okay. If you want to learn about sales, just um, www.sellingfornonsalespeople.com. So there's an online course that I deliver and that's for anyone, whether it's an entrepreneur or somebody in an organization um, that's just starting out in sales or has fear in sales. Yeah, and also uh, I've got a company called limitlessminds.com.au, which is a corporate training company. But right. I think the best uh, is to find me on LinkedIn, connect with me on LinkedIn. Thank okay. you so much, uh, Chris and Bill, for having me. I appreciate your time. Thanks, oh, thanks for being no, here we, we with loved, us. We loved having you and talking. And um, I, sales is really dear to my heart. We could probably have like a nice two-hour conversation. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll break it up into additional podcasts. <laughs> no, we will. We'll have to have you back on so we can talk about more specific stuff. But thank you so much. All right, guys. I'm Jill. I'm Chris. And we've been in the car. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you.